Hold on a second, guys. Come right on in. Come right on in while uh, I get prepared. And Mary J comes back. There she is. There she is. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, Mary J. I can't hear you. I'm not sure if you can hear me. I can hear you loud and clear. You can't hear me? No? No, I still can't hear you. Okay, hold on one second. We are... All right, how about that? Can you hear me? I hear you. No, you can't hear me? Okay, hold on, guys. Come right on in. Come right on in as we get ready to... As we get ready to have another episode of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This? We're having a bit of technical difficulty, but hey, that's the world that we live in, right? We're in the technical era. And so you hear me good? All right. So here we go. Fantastic. Hey! <laughs> can you hear me loud and clear? I can hear you loud and clear now. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Come right on in. Come right on in, everyone. Come right on in. We are live. We are live. We are live. We are live. So first of all, I want to say good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you may be joining us live with us. So if you are joining us, whether on YouTube or Facebook or any other social media platforms, we are so happy and grateful that you've taken out time out of your day to spend this time with us for episode number, drum roll, 22 of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This? With none other than my special guest, Mary J. in the house. Welcome, Mary J. Thank you, Pamela, for having me. Who wouldn't serve a God like this? I'm telling you, honey. I'm telling you. I'm telling you through the technical difficulties and all. He knows what's best. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So it is my goal, my mission, my desire to share with the world the crisis or those traumas, right, that God has permitted in our lives. And then those triggers or those defining moments that is or was used to build or, and strengthen our faith, and then those triumphs or those victories, right, that we've experienced in our lives to, above all, glorify God and yes. to help others. Come on now. Yes. Come on now. We got to help somebody tonight, and we're going to free some people. So it's my honor to have none other than my special guest, Mary J. And Mary J., is a life empowerment ambassador, certified motivational speaker. Let me slow down. <laughs> She's a motivational speaker, an author, and an ordained minister of the gospel. She is the CEO of Mary J Enterprise and the founder of Women of Treasure Organization and Iron Press Publishing. Come on now. Come on. Mary J. grew up in a traditional Christian family household, became pregnant at a very uh, young age, at the age of 16, and subsequently married and overcame many challenges in life. And because of life experiences, she began to see the greater need 
to break traditional barriers beyond the walls of the church, come on now, Here, whereby she became passionately involved in empowering, empowering, empowering women to discover their hidden treasures, while which are their gifts and untapped potential. Uh, Mary J. attended the Dale Carnegie Business School, where she studied public relations, graduate, graduating with honors at the top of her class. Come on, beauty and brains. Praise the Lord. And she studied Christian counseling and received her license to minister uh, to minister the gospel. She is an ordained elder and serves as youth pastor and first assistant for prominent ministries in the New Orleans area and the first female promoted to these offices. Come on now. She is, she has a passion for women and children compelled to establish, uh, to establish women of treasure. She has so many other accolades, I'm telling you. She also founded Real Talk with Mary J, which is a uh, talk show and uh, serves as a social outlet for positive outcomes. She hosts Real Talk with Mary J on MG, MJ TV communicating with those seeking answers regardless, regardless of relationship, romance, and religion. Come on now. She affectionately shares more intimate conversations titled Matters of the Heart on various social media platforms, including YouTube and Facebook. She launched KFIT, Kingdom First International, teaching virtual church, reaching people let me go back, reaching real people with real issues, revealing the love of God through a risen Savior. Her transparency and unique approach towards ministry reaches thousands and helps to transform lives all around the world. So I could go on and on and on. And I am just so grateful and so honored to have you to join me today and my audience, Mary J. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, Pamela, I'm honored to be here sharing with you and you're on your platform. So thank you so much for having me. We know that iron sharpens iron, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. So let's get right into it because you know, we've had these technical difficulties. Satan is trying to block some stuff tonight, but we're going to rebuke that in the, in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed. It's no not weapon gonna formed. Come on now. He won't, win. he won't win. He will not win. He will not That's win. Right. Not tonight. And so let's go ahead and get right into it. So what was that? You know, the, the name of the show is Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This? And so we highlight those traumas, triggers, and triumphs. So what was that traumatic thing or those traumatic things that happened to you? Wow, so many. <laughs> so <laughs> many uh, traumatic events over the course of my life. And once again, thank you, Pamela, for having me. I am honored to be here 
to share with you and your audience um, on who wouldn't serve a God like this with a name like that. How can I not show up for this divine appointment? There, there were just so many traumas um, in my life, but I, I believe I'll start here with the one that really brought me to where I am today. Um, and that trauma is going through a devastating divorce, dealing with um, a lot of issues and pressures of life and just, you know, going through overcoming obstacle after obstacle. In my bio, you've already heard that I was pregnant at 16 years old. And subsequently, I, I had an arranged marriage because I was pregnant, went through a lot of devastation in that marriage as well, going through domestic abuse and um, just dealing with all sorts of um, trials and tribulations, you know, and I, I've come to understand that trials and tribulations, you know, we hear them hand in hand, but the trials mm -hmm. are the tests and the challenges that we go through, right? And then yeah. there comes the tribulation, the agony, you know, of going through it and um, the, all, of, all of the setbacks and the obstacles along the way. Um, while you face with your trial, you go through these obstacles and all of these un, um, uncertainties. So I found myself once again married um, in a marriage that I deemed to be equally yoked. So I thought, because we both love the Lord and serve God and, um, both were ministering the gospel on one accord mm. in the ministry. And I found myself 18 years, almost 19 years later in that marriage of, um, just realizing that the marriage was based upon a lot of betrayal and deception and it devastated me. Um, mm -hmm. it was something that, um, just awaken everything in me at the same time it almost felt like you're being strangled <laughs> mm. you know and, and i and i had to really i had to really just paint this picture um because i hear many people talk about divorces and some talking about you know going through a divorce and it feels feels like a death um sentence yeah. for most um but it felt like all of the air was sucked out of my body like i did not have any wind left in me mm -hmm. um with the things that god had showed me through that through that divorce and um it led me in a place of isolation because after all i am a woman of god preaching mm -hmm. the gospel teaching the gospel writing policies and procedures for churches training ministry leaders um all sorts of things counseling laying hands doing all of that and now i'm faced with devastation Mm. And um, just just doing the course of that marriage and not knowing that who can I talk to? Because Pamela, a lot of times um, as leaders, you know, we lead by example, but we don't have a lot of outlets. We pour out, but we don't have anybody to pour back in. Not not anybody that we can trust with our treasures. Okay? Mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. not, not anybody that we can really trust with your treasures. So I I found myself in this broken place wondering who can I share this with? Who who can I talk to about this yeah. dilemma? Um, ashamed, not really wanting to share it with anybody, not, not sure who can I share it with, who can I trust with this? And um, feeling ashamed because, you know, we're mentors and we, we lead people. So everybody's looking up to us, you know, for mm. guidance and counsel. And so now that I've led all of these people and um, poured into to them and their families and their marriage, and now I'm faced with this trial, sure. you know, 
It's nothing like um, walking through that thing for yourself. It's good as preachers and pastors that we can teach God's word and preach God's word and share it with the masses. Mm -hmm. But now when it's time for that same word that you preach, the same word that you teach, you know, to be poured back into you, you know, you have to walk this thing out. So there I was walking it out ashamed. Walking it out ashamed um, because, for one thing, because pride played a huge part of that, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of times because of who we are, um, we begin to become ashamed and embarrassed about our circumstances and our trials and tribulations that have led us to such place, right? Mm-hmm. Um praying for everybody else's marriage, um, counseling married couples, uh, performing weddings, all of that. And now I'm faced with this trauma. Um, so wow. it was one that kind of knocked me, knocked me out, took the wind out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it led me in a place, Pamela, where I found myself homeless for 45 days. Wow. Again, ashamed. Stop now right there. To- Stop right yes. there. If I can, if I can uh, interrupt you. Absolutely. I, I, I need everybody to be laser focused on the whole um the video the audio i need everything to be right and your video is delayed and i can't let you go out like that (laughs) i cannot let you go out like that um and i need it to be caught up i don't know it's it's way delayed i never saw your mouth move okay hold on one second let's see if i can do something without interrupting. Hold on. Okay. Because I know that we experienced some technical difficulties uh, on my Okay. End. Can you hear me? Is is it on sync now? I hear you fine, but your video is like uh, really delayed. Or are you behind? Mm-hmm. Is it on sync? Nope. It's still delayed. Yeah, we can hear her fine. We can hear you fine. It's just the video that's delayed. Um, you know what I'm thinking had, that has happened? I'm thinking that when coming in mm-hmm. and then I had to come back in, I think that's the problem. I, mm. I really do. Because you, you still see me at the bottom as well. Yeah, I do. That's uh-huh. the I think that's the delay. <laughs> so I need to take you out of the bottom? Out of the- Yes. I think I need to uh come out and come back in. Yeah, I think I need okay. to leave. So exit. Do you want to come backstage or you want to go all the way out? I think I want to go all the way out and come all the way back in. Okay. So you all be patient with us, okay? Just stay right there. Oh, well now now do it again. Say something. Are we good? Oh, we are good. I see you now. And yeah, and everything is caught up. Everything is caught up now? Yes. So y'all, All right. Yes, very good. All right, because we were, we were going to get it right. We Absolutely. were going to get it right. The Absolutely. devil is already defeated, he right? Is defeated. So y'all be praying on that end, and I'm praying on this end. Okay, no weapons for the shell prosper. In Absolutely. the name of Jesus. Okay, Absolutely. so please forgive me for interrupting you. Oh no, oh no, that's that's perfectly fine. We want to make sure that we have it right. As long as you can hear me, 
again. I'm there it is again. There, there it is, is again. again. Let's yeah. Let's uh go ahead and go out and then come back in. Okay, I'm gonna go all the way out. Okay. All right, so y'all be patient. Y'all be patient, all right. I appreciate each and every one of you for being patient tonight. All right. So just bear with us. She'll be right back. And I pray that everyone is doing well. And so while we're waiting, go ahead and tag as many people as you possibly can, because you already know that the enemy is trying his best not to allow this interview to go forth, because somebody is out there who needs to hear this testimony. All right. Somebody out there needs to hear it. And so I just praise God and we will be right back. And I'm telling you, we've had some issues with these cameras today. And so, hey, Allison, how are you, sister? All right, and so if anyone, let's see here if we can get her back in. Praise God. Good to have you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And she's coming back in. And here we go. Let's see. All right. Let's I hope it's go. good. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So far so good. So far okay. so good. All right. Okay. So y'all please forgive us and we'll just roll with it. All right. You ready? Yes, absolutely. Fantastic. All right. And so go ahead and I think I left off at the point when I said that I was living in a hotel room for 45 yes. days. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I'm living in a hotel room for 45 days after going through um, a devastating divorce. Again, not wanting to share. I didn't share with my family, didn't share with my mother that I was going through this experience. Um, didn't want didn't want anybody to really pity me. Um, and that pride thing, too, I, I tell you, it played a part as well. I'm not going to deny that it didn't. Um, but I didn't. I didn't want pity, and I I didn't want anybody to try to um, talk to me to tell me what to do or what they think because I knew this was something that I had to walk out for myself. I I was in tune with God. I had been fasting and praying and seeking God for directions and instruction and answers. Um, and I and I went into isolation um, for forty five days, living in a hotel room. Me and my two children walked out with mm -hmm. only my clothes, left the house with everything in it. Um, wow. You know, I had enough. It was it was enough. But I was still at that time, Pamela, still preaching, still teaching, still pastoring, um, assisting um, the senior pastor of the church at the time for a mega church, a prominent church that I um, was the first assistant pastor of here in New Orleans, but um, still dealing with a whole lot, a lot of wow. uncertainty, a lot of you know, feeling bamboozled, you know, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know, found myself in a place where I, I really began to seek God even harder. 
Um, once I came out of that hotel room after 45 days, I found a place to live, started over with just me and my two children at the time. Um, they were pretty young. I think my, my youngest was in the third grade at the time. And I think my son at that time may have been going, um, I think he may have been a freshman in high school. And wow. I remember going back in my mind to trying to gather the pieces. There were so many scattered pieces. Um, but I, I began trying to gather these pieces. And I, I remember trying to put the pieces together. And mm. that's a, that's another trick of the enemy because we, we get into our head and we try mm -hmm. to replay that thing over and over. And we try to figure out why we ended up in this place. How did we get here? What um, just happened? How, what happened? How we didn't see that, you know? Exactly. And so I began to hear the devil. I hmm. heard his voice and he began to laugh, laugh. And it was louder and louder and louder in my ear. It was wow. so loud in my ear. I began to put my hands on my ear and I fell on the floor in my living room crying out to God because I couldn't understand it. And the, the laughter began to become louder and louder. And I began to hear him say, look at you now. Look at hmm. you. <laughs> you who pray for everybody, who counsel, who lay hands, you know, wow. you, you fast, you anoint with all, you pray for everybody else. But look at you. Did you not see that? You wow. were supposed to be so designed. How did you not know that this was happening? And I, I really found myself in a place where I really thought that I was going to have a nervous breakdown. Um, I, I heard the laughter. I heard the devil. And it was, you know, where I had to really seek counseling. I knew at that point I was at the bottom of the bottom. You know, mm -hmm. I felt like Mary J if you don't get yourself together, if you don't get up from here and go somewhere so you can get some help, you have to trust somebody. You have to mm -hmm. talk to someone. And so I shared with my girlfriend, who is a social worker that um, led me to a therapist, <laughs> someone that I felt that I can trust. This lady mm -hmm. was a Christian woman as well. Um, she wasn't in ministry. So that for me, that was a good thing because, you know, ministry, you know, we share, we share, we call it sharing. Right. Um, and that's really kind of like talking somebody else's business. But we use the, the word sharing, sharing <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, sharing, sharing. Um, so I found myself going through counseling and it was very helpful. Um, I was really guarded at the time, but I opened up and it allowed me to to really open up and, sh and release some things. Mm. And I found at that point that I began to cry and I, I cried so much till it was uncontrollable. I could not stop crying. I just couldn't wow. stop crying. And I remember in counseling, thinking back, Pamela, I remember thinking back saying, my God, when was the last time you cried, girl? Wow. <laughs> when was the last time? I don't think I had cried like that since I, I, I mean, it was years. You know, my mom used to tell me that she never remembered me crying as a child, you know? Wow. Um, she never so you had a major purge. 
it wasn't oh my gosh yes and a lot of times we as women we 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 put on this strong suit we want to be so strong for so many people mm -hmm. you know we got to be strong for our children we got to be strong to go through these traumas and overcome obstacles and i found myself that at that place that i had never had a time to breathe i never had a chance to feel i never had a chance to stop to pause and to mm. really feel the process of it all you wow. know it was like it's almost like walking into the street and getting hit by a bus and then you get up and you walk away and you go to work that's that was me that was me wow still working still still homeless with with my little jeep packed to the rooftop still pastoring no one knew looking still good working. Looking good and moving good. Looking good and moving. Smiling and hugging and loving on the people. Um, but broken up on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Broken up on the inside. And um, you know, it wasn't until after I came out of all of that and purged myself and cried and released all of that and was able to really talk about it that God told me that I was gonna be saved from silence. <laughs> you said what? Saved from silence. Wow. Yes. And he birthed me at that time, Real Talk Mary J. Wow. <laughs> a social outlet for a positive outcome. And he said, when you open your mouth, nations will be saved and set free. And yes. it was because of my shame and my pain that silenced me that I couldn't, I didn't even, if somebody had to ask me at that time, how do you feel? I didn't know. Mm -hmm. My counselor, I believe, asked me, well, Miss Irons, how do you feel? I don't know. I I didn't know what to Numb. Feel. Numb. Didn't know if I felt sad or didn't know if I felt pain. Didn't know, you know, I, I didn't know what to feel or how to feel. It was yeah. a it was a feeling that was undescribable, but it wasn't, you know, to the point of how people say they feel like their divorce is like a death. I didn't feel that. I felt the trauma of that, mm. um, the experience of that, but the breaking away was not death. It was life for me. I began to live. I began wow. to thrive. I began to learn who I was and become the best version of myself. You know, I yeah. began to peel all those layers back and I found who I really was. Mm. And, um, it, it was freedom for me. You know, it was freedom for me because I felt like I was linked and locked to so many chains of bondage, of betrayal, of, of deception, yeah. of yeah. Uh, deceit. Um, I felt bamboozled and bewitched. Mm. <laughs> it, played, it, it played with my mind. It bamboozled my and mind. bewitched. And bewitched. Wow. Like, how did you not see this? Yeah. So it was freedom for me. It was almost like breaking free and finally um, finding myself in the process of it all. So wow. yeah, that was the biggest trauma that led me to who I am, this Mary J, the version of the Mary J that you all know and see today. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. let me let me go back just a little bit and ask, you know, for being a woman of God. And, and, and all that trauma to happen to a woman of God. And instead of, did you, 
clearly you reached out to God. Only God. Through this whole process. Only God. He was all that I had and he was enough. He was he was all that I could confide in. You know, mm -hmm. I, I walked with God through it all because mm -hmm. even at the onset of it all, I began to fast and pray and lay hands and anoint. Um, I read books, uh, you know, and I, I cried out to God, you know, to show me the way. And yeah. and a lot of times, and, and it has a lot to do with our belief system, mm -hmm. especially African-Americans. I want to mm -hmm. say that because we're taught to be strong, right? Mm -hmm. we're, we're taught to, mm -hmm. to take a licking and keep on ticking. We're taught oh, to keep pushing through, but we're not taught therapy. We're taught to pray, but we're not taught to counsel. We're not, yeah, we're not, really. we're not taught to go and seek help. We don't yeah. get that. Um, we, we find that shameful. We, we, we find that um, labeling us, putting a stigma on us. If we go mm -hmm. into therapists, you know, um, but mental health is, is so crucial. And um, that's where I began to heal. You know, it was through me being able to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And I believe that's why God told me that I was going to be safe from silence. And when he gave me that, that platform, Real Talk with Mary J, that's exactly how it was birthed, Pamela. Wow. I started having people um, to come on my show to talk about relationships, to talk about right. betrayal, to talk about depression and stress and grief. Mm. I was bringing people on to talk about these things, to break them free because I needed to be um, free from it as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So um, we give away what we need. And a lot of times we, we harbor on to all this stuff because of shame yeah. and guilt. And um, it's so much that we hide behind. But now is the time that we have to speak out and we have to let our voices be heard because we're freeing somebody else. We're helping. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So can you identify those triggers where God was trying to get your attention through uh, this whole process? And, and then through that, can you see where he was shaping and making you and molding you and preparing you for the greater blessings ahead? And what would have happened if you would have stayed in that? Oh, my God. If I would have stayed in there, I'll answer you from the latter to the to the, to the beginning. If I would have stayed in there, I tell you, there would be no Mary J that you see today. There mm. would be no women of treasure, um, mm. the organization that God placed in me to birth other women, to help them um, to, to, to hold on to their potential and to also to find their hidden treasures. Those women mm. who get lost in the shuffles of life and they lose themselves, they lose their self-worth, they lose their identity, um, they're not able to find their purpose. Um, that None of that would have happened um, had this change not come. And, wow. you know, even with my, my latest book, my new book, Intrigue, you know, mm. Intrigue mm. Shifting... Um, shifting your paradigm to produce positive life-changing results you know like who wouldn't serve a god like that god would take your now. trauma and birth a book he would birth a business he would birth the organization through oh, all that mess it. and won't so he that won't he do it won't he will yes he yeah. will yes absolutely and so the the 
that to answer your with. I don't know why it's jumping off like that now, but the triggers yeah. um, where, I, where I found myself, the turning point, I knew it had to be more. I knew that all of my experiences and what I had gone through, it had to be for a greater purpose. I remember yeah. walking um, after, after being um, terminated from my job at this time as well, got terminated from my job while I was in counseling. Um, while I was going through a divorce, got an email and said that I was no longer needed. And, you know, and I, and I'm thinking, God, what is really going on? Like, what is really going on? Right. And so I remember walking and talking with God and I, and this is the honest God truth. I He's jumping again. I'll wait till it catches. Okay. Why it's okay. buffering? I saw that. The you place where mm -hmm. I am right now. I don't know what's what's going on, but there it is. Right. Mm -hmm. Where I was, I remember crying and laughing because, Pamela, there was something in me that knew where I was I wouldn't always be. Mm -hmm. And I knew the present state where I was, that God was going to use that and I was going to be talking about it someday. I knew that. Mm -hmm. I knew that. And, and I, I remember laughing about it, saying, God, you're going to use this, aren't you? <laughs> you know, you're going to use this. He has a sense of humor. He is so hilarious. That's oh, all my I God. Have. You know, and I remember <laughs> that. Like, you're actually going to use this, too. And, um, mm -hmm. yes. So my, my turning point was understanding that there is something greater. There is something greater than the challenge. There's something greater than the circumstance that I'm currently Absolutely. dealing with. I knew that there was something greater that had to be birthed out of all of that pain um, that God was going to bring forth deliverance and he was yes. going to bring forth healing and that he was going to use me to go back and get other women and set them mm. and help them get healed as well. That's so yeah, good. that that was the turning point. I knew that it was bigger than me. And mm -hmm. I had to just go through the process. I had to embrace it and stop fighting it and Ooh. let God just continue to walk me through this thing because I knew I was coming out. And I came out Absolutely. with fire, came out Absolutely. with fire and with power. Absolutely. Yeah. Look at all the things that, that God is doing in your life, right? The book, the, the, the talk show, the other book that's coming. The ministry, you know, I'm pretty sure that it, it elevated so that you can help other women through their pain as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. So what were some of those triggers that, and I know I asked it before, but I asked so many questions at one time. So let me just do that one so that the people will know when they are going through their trials and tribulations or they may be going through that traumatic thing or that divorce or that abusive situation 
you don't have to stay there. Not at all. You have to know that greater is coming. Absolutely. And so share with our audience some of those triggers where God was getting your attention and, you know, letting you know that, hey, I need you here because I got some things I need to tell you. <laughs> I got some things I need to share with you. Yeah, it was it was just walking through the process, you know, and that can be a long story, you know, and I know you yeah. and I have shared before one-on-one, but yeah. I am a dreamer and God mm-hmm. gives me dreams, you know, and I, I'm a dreamer and when I dream, a lot of times those dreams manifest, those dreams come true. And mm-hmm. God began mm-hmm. to give me a series of dreams over and over. And um, and they were real dreams. They they actually happened. They happened dead on just the way I saw them. Wow. And um, it was a dream that led me out of my divorce that God revealed to me some things that happened through the course of my marriage. Wow. And um, when I tell you, you play by play. Emma, I know um, why God was taking me through. You know, I remember I remember asking God, God, after all of these years, you know, why now, Father? Why why now? Because I prayed, I fast, you know, I read the word, I, I came to you, I'm a worshiper. You know, why why did I have to take go through this for 18 years to end up where I am today? And God wow. began to tell me, daughter, I was showing it to you the whole time. And I was flabbergasted because a lot of times we want to answer us the way we want him to answer us. He may give you a song. You, you just have to be open to receive him when he speaks to you. And a lot of times we want him to speak to us a certain way. Um, but God doesn't always answer us the same way. You know, Ooh, he, he meets us are and he deals with us individually. And so some of those things that he was preparing me along the way, um, he began to show them and he began to almost like pull the curtain back. And you say, remember that? Was showing it to you then. You remember that time? I was revealing that to you then. Remember over here? I was trying to get your attention then. But a lot of times we second guess ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially um back we then. Don't I was, see it. We don't want to it. And not just we don't want to believe it. The thing, the thing I believe that was with me. I I am one. I'm gonna say I was one, but still, you know, to a certain degree, but I never want to miss God. You know, it's it's, exactly. it's like, God, is that you? And if it is you, Father, bid me to come. I don't want to move ahead Ooh. of you. I don't want to, I don't want to step out too soon. I don't want to miss the boat. I want you to tell me that it's you so I can come. And I'll walk Absolutely. on the water if you tell me to. Absolutely. So I was one that was always. I, I want to make sure that I'm not second guessing, that I'm not just thinking these thoughts on my own, but I, I want to make sure that's you telling me this, right? Um, so I found myself doing that. 
you know, because I, I, I was connected to such a control and manipulator that always made me believe that that's not God. God hmm. is not telling you that. That's demonic. That's the devil. That's Satan himself. God wouldn't tell you to do this. God wouldn't send you over that. You know, so it, so it wow. had me to question the very God that I serve. God, yeah. is that you? And so I found myself to a place where God began to say, that was me there. Mm. That was me there. The discernment, the gut, that, that that's the spirit that's on the inside of you that I put in you. That yes. was me the entire yes. time. Yes. So now I'm at a season now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't need confirmation and validation. I don't need affirmation and all of these other <laughs> things. I just need the word of God. And when he says it the first time, Pamela, you can best believe it's done. It's done. It's done. Yes, ma'am. You know? um, it's done. I hear from God. And once I've heard from him, I'm moving forward. I don't I don't question wow. and have to ask and have to pray again and have to fast some more and wait a wait a little mm. while longer to make sure. Mm. I hear from him. I hear from him clearly and I I, I listen. And I understand, you know, a lot of times I didn't want self to be, you know, in the way. But a lot of times it was definitely God showing me the entire time, you know. Mm -hmm. So I learned to obey him. <laughs> you know, the Bible says and suddenly and straightway, you know, Ooh. and immediately. When and immediately. Spoke, mm. It happened. And so wow. all of this procrastination and all of this waiting and wondering you mm. just gotta you just gotta hear god and when you have a relationship with him a daily walk with him you know his voice so mm -hmm. the enemy can't come and tell you that's not god god didn't tell you know his voice you know his voice he said my sheep hear my voice they know my voice and a stranger they will not follow and Absolutely. so now we have to understand that this walk with god um, that that he's taken us by our hand as a little girl, right? He's he's taught us how to walk step yes. by step. Okay, you're free. Yeah, you hit okay. in the right direction. Just just keep on coming, keep on yeah. coming. I'm not going. Yes. Absolutely. 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 And so let's go ahead and move a little bit further. Okay. And so with all that traumatic, all that trauma, was this the first or the, the first or the second divorce? This or was the, the third divorce. The third. third divorce. Third. Yes. And I can I I can walk you through it if we have the time. The first one I got married at, at 16 because I was mm -hmm. pregnant. Went mm -hmm. through a lot of trauma, a mm -hmm. lot of physical abuse, right? Um, mm -hmm. a lot of devastation. The second one that I got married, uh, that was the rebellion, me getting married at that time. Um, mm -hmm. I, I got married the second time to a wonderful man, I must say, wonderful, wonderful man. Um, but I 
I was still young, still trying to find life and trying to find who I was. But I knew mm -hmm. that even in that marriage in hindsight, looking back, I knew I knew I got married the second time because I wanted to. You know, that was something I wanted to do because I felt like the first time I was forced to and right. I didn't want to get married. So the right. second time my, my mom was against me marrying this person because he was much older than I. But I did it anyway. Mm. I did it anyway. I felt like, OK, you forced me out the first time. This time I'm already out of house. I'm already, you know, out. So now this is what I want to do. But I understand that um, we weren't equally yoked. Wonderful man, I might add. We had a marriage. I think we were married for about a year and a half, maybe. Um, and mm. it ended well. I had, I had no children with him or anything like that. It ended well. We understood where we were at the time. And, I, and he understood that I was still young and I was still trying to find myself. Right. And so the, the third marriage, by the time I was 25 at that time, so I had been married three times by the age of 25 years old. Wow. So as we wow. started off in the beginning, I said there was a lot of trauma, a lot of traumatic experiences. But I'll just jump to the third one, because that's the one that really led me to where I am. Absolutely. But so by the age of 25 now, um, here I am married again to um, someone that I believed that was equally yoked because he was a Christian, I was a Christian, we were the same age. Um, we shared a lot of the Bible, a lot of the teaching of God's word. Um, mm -hmm. I, I said at that time being married at that time that I didn't want to have any more children when I, when I married him, that was understood, but through the course of the marriage, um, that change, <laughs> that change, mm -hmm. you know, because um, I wanted to be submissive to, to my husband at the time and he wanted children. He didn't have any. Um, so that that marriage is the one that walked me through a lot of betrayal and deception, you know, because it's one thing when you are with someone and they know the word. And they study the word with you. So you, you're, you're trusting, you know, you're trusting them as your partner in this thing called the gospel. Mm -hmm. But what we know now that the devil knew the word too, you know, and, yeah, and, I, and I'm just, I'm really trying to get where you are you know, and understanding for yourself. You know, I never really talk about this in depth because I, I don't want to bash and I don't want to um, to discredit a person's character publicly like that. Um, but a lot of times we get married and we think because we're married to someone that we feel that um, knows the word of God as well, I think we, we kind of miss it for ourselves sometimes, you mm -hmm. know? We kind of we miss it. And we, we we rely on that person to be because they there are our head, right? They're our prophet, our priest, and our king. Um, but we have to understand to that absolutely <laughs> supposed to be, yeah. Yeah, but we have to understand that they're still a person, they're still a human being yeah, as well. Exactly. Um, and you have to just have a, a relationship with God for yourself, and through it all, you have to trust your gut and understand 
what God is saying to you at the time. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That is, whew, that's a lot. Yeah. So how did you remain faithful, you know, to God through all of that and still ministering, still laying on of hands, right? Right. Still anointing, still going through that process and being homeless surely you could have called on the church really <laughs> surely you could have called on the you church think? <laughs> yeah. um i tell you i did call on the church towards the end and the church prayed for me um the church offered me you know um was your husband in the ministry with you at that time at the same church there was no console there was no guidance there was no church and then he left the church and and um parted to join another church at the time um, but we were all still under the same umbrella of the same mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. movement, you know. But there was no counseling together, no bringing us together to talk about it or anything of that nature. And, you know, I don't, you know, that's so, you know, I, I believe that the church has its place. And then when it comes to those type of things, sometimes they just don't speak out about certain things especially when they know the two people right that are leading they should mm -hmm. but a lot of times and you know a lot of times we get to that place where we feel like okay that's not my business right mm. that's that's not i don't i don't have anything to do with that i don't want to get involved in that well that's so, not the word the word says that the elders are supposed to come and pray for the home. And two, if you're a minister if you can, and a man of God and you can't handle your household, you can't handle the church. Right, right. And we know that to be the word. That is the word. And yeah, so you have to be held accountable. And if you can't call on the elders to do their job, then that's the problem. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my walk with God was one that was, you know, it, it, it was tight. <laughs> I held mm -hmm. on to him with all my might. Like absolutely. I said, he was all that I had. You absolutely. understand? Mm -hmm. He was absolutely my all in all. Um, and he was definitely everything that I needed, everything that I needed to sustain myself, everything that I needed to start over. He was my everything and still is. And, um, you know, but, you know, things didn't. It, I agree with you when it when I, you know, I, I thought I thought, you know, maybe they will call us together, you know, because then when you have that, there's always two sides to every Absolutely. story. Right. There's my side. There's his side. And then there's the, the truth. truth. <laughs> right. That's right. That's you know? right. So the Bible says, come, let us reason together. And so I'm thinking, well, maybe, maybe someone will call us together, 
you know, to see, to get to the bottom of the truth, to mm -hmm. get some counseling in here, um, to get an understanding and to it was the devil laughing at me you know and that's a that's a whole nother book that that i'll be writing in the future mm -hmm. but um god walked me through it and to answer your question how did i not turn on god because god has been faithful God, I, 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 I developed a relationship with God at the age of 13 years old. God mm. was the one that helped me through it all. God was the one that delivered me out of the first bad marriage that I had mm. when mm. I was suffering so much. You know, he walked me through that. I, I, I call these relationships too. You know, um, the first marriage was, um, I called him my Prince Charming, right? That was the first one. That, that was the first one at age 16. And then I had the middle one I called Mr. Rescuer. He was the one that rescued me from all of the trauma and devastation, right? Gave me mm. the world, gave me the world. The man is a great man, a great man. But, you know, we we parted, we parted on one accord. We really did. It was parted wow. on one accord. And, um, and then I called um, the other one, Mr. Religion. So I, you know, those are the way that I identify them. And I and I'm gonna be talking about these characters in another book that I'll be releasing, but Prince Charming, Mr. Rescue, and Mr. Religion. And mm. there, there's there's those three categories that we get caught up in as women, you know. Um, we get caught up in that, but when you have a true relationship with God. You see, one thing that I've learned through all of this is purpose. Come on now. It's purpose. It's purpose, knowing God, walking hand in hand with God. But once you understand your purpose, can't nothing stop you at that point. Absolutely. Can't nothing block you. Your choices and, and, and the things that you do, and the places that you go, the people that you interact with, it's altogether different because when you understand your purpose, you understand where you're going. So when you have people that connect paths with you that don't line up with your purpose, you have to understand who you are and what direction you're headed. And so that's one thing that I've learned through it all is my purpose. Mm. So the choices that I make now are different. The choices that I make now, you know, John Maxwell says, he says it like this, that life is one big choice. Choose wisely. He said, because life is one big choice. It's a decision that you must govern day by day. And so mm -hmm. I understand, Pamela, I, I, I take it, right? I, I take the blame. I take the shame. I take the guilt. I take all of it. I take it. Because I cannot continue to um, point the finger and say, oh, if that wouldn't happen to me, because that was me back then, you know? about my purpose and the decisions 
that I, I, I made these choices. I chose, right? I chose. And so now I have to understand that it's, it's all about decision-making. So once you, once you realize that it's about your choices, see, we, we were taught that, that, that God is going to choose for us. No, mm. God gives us the free will to choose. We're free yes, moral yes. agents. He gives us the right yes. to choose. It's Amen. easy to blame God. <laughs> you know, it's easy to say, well, God, I prayed about that. And, mm. and I felt that you let me be here. No, mm. Mm -mm. that's my choice. I chose. So now that I know that I have the power to choose, I'm choosing wisely. And he will give you those alerts, those Holy Ghost alerts. Yes. So that, you, know, you can be at that crossroad and you can choose life you can choose to learn right okay right. and so you know i was gonna ask where what's the glory in the story but you just shared that i mean where would you be today if it had not been for all the traumas finding have... your purpose right and being able to help the millions who are out here waiting yeah right. absolutely nobody but god nobody but god and we yes. have to give him the, the glory in the midst of our story or in our story because this is still being written right all right it's been written but as long as we walk by faith not by sight build that trust where he's trying to build that trust that that trust in him to keep our attention so that we yes. won't get it you know mixed up and and you know whatever the case may be get our focus whether it's on another uh person another man or something in his spot he gonna shake that thing up yes he will most he will that thing up, like, mm -mm, mm -mm. not today. I need you here, <laughs> right? Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, that that is beautiful, and I just want to thank you for being transparent and sharing, because that's 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 powerful. Because so many people would have. You know, bailed out and said, "No, nah, I don't think this might be for me." You know, still ministering. I don't think that I need to. I think I need to maybe step down or something. But no, still finding your purpose and knowing that God is leading you. You know, all the way. Yeah. And He's refined you. Most definitely. You know, through all of that, God allowed me to birth KFIT, Kingdom First International Teaching Virtual Church, mm. online ministry, you know, um, because I know that we deal with real people with real issues. Yeah. Because we serve a real God. Amen. And regardless of all of the things that we've experienced in life, you know, we know that God is ours he's there with us he promised 
never to leave us, nor will he forsake us. So through it all, I've learned to trust him even more. Through it all, I, I've learned to just cleave to him, to hold on to him with everything in me. Like I said, he was all that I had. So mm -hmm. I found myself at a point that, you know, Mary J, you're going to either sink or swim. So mm -hmm. what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. Right? Because if you don't start treading this water, you're going to drown, girl. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I found myself pulling myself up, getting myself back together. And guess what? No one ever saw it. No one. No one even saw when I was down. No one saw that. Nobody saw it. You know, and I, I think the stuff that I'm sharing today is news to a lot of people because they never saw it. I always used to say, never let the devil see you sweat. I'm yes. going to get in my corner, yes. God. And I'm going, I'm going to get in my corner and I'm going to let you work on me. You know, I might spit in the bucket a little while. You know, I might shed some tears. You know, I'm going to drink some water. I'm going to put on my boxing gloves. And look, when, before they count me out, I'm getting back up again. <laughs> because you, you have proven yourself to be all that I need. And you've proven yourself to be more than enough to me, you know. So, um, so I've learned to just, you know, bounce back, you know, yeah. because he brought me through some stuff that yeah. I was able to, to come back from. So I know the same God that delivered me then, he'll do it again, you know? Absolutely. And, and so that- He will never leave us nor forsake us. Never. So whatever situation that we find ourselves in or that where he has us, that it's for our good. For absolutely, absolutely. For our good. And if we just learn to start praising him, just like you said. He was like, mm, God, you're going to use this. You're going to use this. I already know how you operate. <laughs> you're going to use this. Right. And so as long as when we have that relationship with him and you've been through enough things that you know how he operates, that he's going to bring you out. He said, don't put your faith in man because man will fail you not sometime, but every time, right? And God is a God that he every will single, never leave you nor forsake you. And um, that that's enough for me. That's, he has Keith and Paul. And I am so grateful that you don't look like what you've been through. Thank God. Yes, that we don't look like what we've been through. And that's Thank a blessing. God. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, that's a blessing. That is such a blessing. And I'm just super grateful for you um, being here today. And is there anything else that you would like to share with our audience today? Well, I just would like to, um, first of all, thank you again for having me. Um, I know that it was choppy along the way, but, you know, we're, we, we're going to press through. The enemy is not going to win to the end. Um, so... But I want to share with our audience that are watching, um, just to let them know, no matter what they're going through, no matter what trauma, what you're faced with in life, you know, you just continue to hold on to God, knowing that the same God that brought you to it will bring you through it and he would lift you up and bring you out of it. And if you just continue to look to the hills, that's where your help comes from. That's mm -hmm. where your strength comes from. You know, we look, we look towards man for so many things, but God is the only one, your creator, the one who knows all about you. You are the apple of his eyes. Mm -hmm. So when you continue to look to him, 
he's the one that's gonna bring you out and bring you up yes amen amen that's good that is good and so before we um wrap up i always ask my guests three final questions so are you ready yes <laughs> all right so the first question is what are you most grateful for mm, i'm grateful for purpose Yes, ma'am. I'm grateful for purpose. I believe it was um, the great Miles Monroe. Is that's the person that I heard said one of two of the greatest things that a person can ever discover is the day that they were born and the reason why they were born. Yes. So I, I am grateful for purpose. Yes. Yes, that's beautiful because a lot of people never find their purpose. Right. It's a lot of purpose in the graveyard. Yes, absolutely. So that's a great, great question. That's a great answer. Great answer. Second question is, what is your definition of peace? My definite definition for peace is sound mind. Sound mind. When you go through all that you go through in life, if you can, if you can tap into the inner man inside of you, the greater one that lives in you and hold on to him, and, mm -hmm. and hold on to that sound mind because I told you the devil was trying to attack my mind. Um, the devil was speaking some things to me, but um, peace is having sound mind. And, and when you have that sound mind, that peace of God that's in you, that surpass all understanding, mm -hmm. it will guard your heart and your mind. So my definition for peace is sound mind. That's yeah. good. Great answer. Great answer. And the third and final question is what are some of the things that you do to maintain your sense of peace so whether it's daily routines or something that uh, you would like to recommend or share with our audience uh, that will help them get on the path to letting go of their broken pieces of their past and to help them move forward to their life of peace because you know my private facebook group is broken pieces to peace Yes. So help them get on that path to letting go of their broken pieces of their past and putting them on to a life of peace. Well, I, I, I say as what worked for me. First of all, you have to let go of pride. The Bible mm. says that pride comes right before the fall. Oh. Mm -hmm. Let go of pride. Seek help seek help get to somebody that you can trust right to, to talk about whatever the trauma is whatever you're going through in life i believe that's why god birthed me um to bring forth women of treasure organization to help women with their broken pieces as well mm -hmm. so i do have a routine you know that i do daily in the morning that's affirmations in the morning meditation um, mm -hmm. something that we can do that helps helps me. I love sound baths, you know, mm -hmm. I call it a sound bath where I would get in the bubble bath or even in the shower if you'd like and just worship, you know, just yeah. worship or just listen to music that is uplifting, listen to um, uplifting and motivation speeches and empowerment. I listen to Miles Monroe a lot, you know, yeah. um, Les Brown, um, Bishop R.C. Blakes, you know, there's so many motivational speakers out there that you can um, just incline your ear to because the Bible says faith comes by 
hearing and by hearing the word of God. So whether it's the word of God that you continue to hear over and over, you need to be listening to something positive every day. Prayer, prayer, and more prayer. All of those things are something that I use that connects me and keep me closer to peace. I guard my space, you know. I don't be around negative people, you know. So you have to be able to escape negativity as well. So I would say prayer and meditation. Make sure you, you know, you're feeding your spirit man something positive every day. Guard your space. Stay away from negative people. And I also like to be around outdoors, around nature, around water. You'll see me power walking a lot, you know, in the park or go to a waterfall. I love to be around lake, a body of water and just sit still. A lot of times we be so busy and so much in a hurry. And we, we go to God with all of these questions, but we never sit still enough in the presence of God for him to speak back to us mm-hmm. and, and give us the answers that we need for our life. So I would say that, you know, develop a routine for your life, something that you would stick to every day, whether it's gratitude, affirmations, prayer, meditation, we all need them. And you'll find, you'll find that place of peace through it all. Amen. That was a lot. That's that's a good. I mean, she gave you a lot of steak there. That was a steak dinner. That that <laughs> was good. That was good. And I'll say I'm I'm gonna add one more. Make sure you read the word. Yeah. Make sure you read the word of God and yes. get that in you. Get that word in Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And so, Mary J, it has been. So rich having you here. Thank I mean, you, even yeah. though you know it was choppy, it was choppy, but I'm telling you, very rich interview. And I just I, I am so grateful that you accepted the invitation to come and share with us today. And I appreciate you so much and love you dearly. I love and, you too. Yeah. So I want to share, I want to share, if I can bring it up, the, I want to share the uh, book trailer. She has a book trailer. Y'all got to get the book. We got to get the book. God has a sense of humor, right? Take me through all those relationships. Cause me to write a book on romance religion and relationships because he took me through the process of it all <laughs> come on now come on now let me see if i can get this uh trailer up let me see if i can get it up and let's see here um, let's see let's see give me a quick second with all the technical difficulties, I think I hold on one second. Give me a second. It's a great trailer. It's a great trailer. Y'all gotta see it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go.
What do y'all do with the trailer? There it is. Okay. Hold on, let me stop it. Okay, here we go. I did have it up. I really did, y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Can y'all see that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Gotta get the book. Gotta get the book. Gotta get the book. Intrigue. 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 Okay. So the title of the book is Intrigue Shifting Your Paradigm to Produce Positive Life Changing Results. Yes, I have right here. Yes, fantastic. And Absolutely. I got to get my copy of my book. I've had so many things going on that I haven't gotten my copy, but I'm getting my copy. Okay, I got to go on tonight and get my copy. And so if you want to connect with Mary J, okay, then first of all, get the book. Okay, you can get it on Amazon.com or Mary J Enterprise dot com all right and then if you want to connect with her she has upcoming events which is the royal women prayer group international conference uh speaker speaker conference which is going to be on december the 11th uh and that's at 11 30 a.m central standard time is that going to be virtual or is that going to be live? Yes, that's that? be, it's going to be virtual. It's it's live virtually. I'll be one of the speakers for the Royal Women of Prayer International. I'll be speaking at 11.30 a.m. this coming Saturday, Central Standard oh, Time, this coming Saturday. Fantastic. So yes. you're going to, from that, are you going to be, I need, where do you, where would they register? They can go on to Royal Women of Prayer International group page. They okay. can go to that. And I will also be sharing it on my page as well. Okay. And I will put it in the link um, by the banner. Okay. And so okay. it will be either today or tomorrow. 
all right? And if you want to connect with Mary J, you can go to maryjenterprise.com and she you can also find her on Facebook at Mary J right? And if yes. you want to book Mary J, you can email her at bookmaryj at gmail.com. And then she also has a talk show, talk show. She's a talk show host of The Real Mary J. Mary J. Real Talk Mary J. Real Talk Mary J. Okay. So make sure that you connect with her. Make sure you connect with her. And it's been such an honor and a privilege to thank you so much. Yeah, that uh, that trailer is amazing. Thank amazing. you. Yes. And so, yes, I'm super excited about getting uh, my copy of that book to be able to read it. I know it's good. I know it's good. I know it's good. And then yes. she has also an upcoming book. Your upcoming book is what? I'm lonely oh. and I like it. Hey, <laughs> lonely and I like it. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's yeah. good. It's a That's spinoff good. from Intrigue. So, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I'm lonely and I like it. Come on now, single people. Single That's people. Right. Be happy in your loneliness or yeah. your, your singleness, singleness. and That's love right. it. Mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. Can I just say, Pamela, also that I am having a virtual um, vision pajama jam for all of our ladies who are interested in joining us. You can go over it and join Women of Treasure, Women of Treasure private group page. We do this every year at the end of the year. We have our virtual vision board pajama jam. So Ooh. it's our vision, but I'll be speaking about vision casting and also helping you to understand your vision and putting it together on, on the board. And we, we do a lot of little fun things. So that's why we only have it in our private group and we open it up to women. We have pajama mm -hmm. jam contests as well dessert contest and cocktail contest you can do your favorite holiday cocktail as well um so it's a lot of fun and prizes so and it's a, a great way to network with all of our women so we network together and share ideas as well so invite all of your um listening audience to join us at women of treasure group page that's phenomenal that's gonna be fun yeah. i yeah that sounds like so much fun, and I can't wait because I, I can't wait for that one right there. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be fantastic. So I definitely appreciate you so, again so much for joining us today. It's been such an amazing uh, interview, and uh, I look forward to the book. I look forward to seeing all the wonderful things that God is uh, birthing in you. It's, it's wow. You are so inspiring. Thank yeah, you. just getting started and, and so inspiring. And I'm just really excited for the future for you. Yeah. Thank you, Pamela. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. Absolutely. And so, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes another episode of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This? And I look forward to seeing you next week as i will have another phenomenal guest with an amazing testimony you definitely don't want to miss it it's gonna be so good it's gonna be so good 
And make sure you join us in the morning, seven days a week, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 4 a.m. Pacific Standard Time as we read the entire Bible in 365 days. So I definitely look forward to seeing you in the morning if it's the Lord's will. All right. So with that being said, bye for now.